And hello good people of the internet, it is I, Tommy Kelly, and this is Adventures in Woo Woo, and this is another episode of my Reiki Diaries, where I'm back out in Ravensdale Forest, where it feels like uh, you've been totally watched and that uh, you're surrounded by eyes. Mm, quite freaky. <laughs> So what I've been doing over the last while is um, a kind of an intensive six week Reiki session or whatever that kind of marathon type thing is. And I'm, uh, on week four of it now, uh, I have to have my session, this week's session, uh, later on this afternoon. But what I've been doing is kind of giving a, a weekly video where at the beginning, the first half, I talk about how my week has been. And then the second half is kind of my reaction to what that session was. And last week was a pretty intense uh, session for me, very, um, lots of woo, had felt that whole other hands on my body rather than just the healers and, a, and loads of kind of revelations and loads of stuff that I've still to unpack. And there's lots of stuff going on in the background that I'm just not talking about and not videoing about because I think <clears throat> this kind of stuff needs a bit of silence around, it needs a, a bit of work for me to do and it's not, it's kind of, I don't want to profane it in one sense, that's probably not the right word, by just doing it all publicly and stuff like that. I think there's definitely some magic and some work, shadow work that you need to be doing behind the scenes, you know, even if you're trying, you know, a somewhat public kind of face uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. One of the things, though, and I can talk around teams rather than specifics because I feel comfortable around that, is that perhaps an awful lot of this stuff isn't mine. And the kind of thing that is, well, whose is it or what is it? And there's kind of levels of woo you can go with in that it could be very you know normally and kind of mundanely it could be just in kind of ideas you've taken on or other people's opinions or other people's worldviews so your parents or your friends growing up or society or whatever that aren't necessarily uh, yours but you've integrated them into yourself and you feel they're yours and you can kind of get an awful lot of sense of that around clan kind of stuff or um you know that group mentality tribal mentality where you know you have i believe this because you know oh, everyone around me believes this and you see that kind of uh, express itself in kind of sports an awful lot and not, not in a negative way it's not always negative like but it's, it's it's kind of that same kind of um pendulum if you want to use that word which i stole not stole but which i've taken from reality surfing which is equally blowing my mind and i've yet to do a video about it but i keep mentioning it um so on a very kind of mundane level, some of these issues or whatever could be just that I've taken on other people's ideas. To go further woo into it, is it something that, like in some sort of inherited family, not necessarily curse, but a lineage of some sort of thing where, you know, father to son to son to son to son has this kind of issue to deal with? Um, and it seems there might be an element of that, but not fully convinced in that because it seemed that could just be another screen, you know? That could just be another thing that uh, whatever this is hiding behind or it could be a sense of kind of um, playing the victim in that and you know talk, not taking responsibility for your own kind of shittiness your own shadows and kind of saying well it's a family trait or I got that from my dad or he got that from his dad or I got that from my granddad on my mother's side or whatever it is all of these type of things the other kind of fairy woo thing is that you have some sort of being or demon or energy attached to you and this happens a lot and people mention a lot in uh, shamanism or shamanism where you know you can do a soul retrieval where something has stolen a bit of your soul or something has attached itself like an elemental may have attached itself to your body and is sucking your energy and stuff like that i tend not to go that far with these type of things not because i'm dismissing them out of hand per se but that um there's a long way a lot of work you can do beforehand before you resort to an elemental or demon uh, you know possessing your body and sucking your energy 
but I have decided to engage in this thing in a full woo mode so I'm not not um, disregarding any of these things I'm just gonna as a proper paradigm shifting belief shifting chaos magic I fully wearing my chaos magic hat in this um, I'm engaging this paradigm of all of these things so if it comes to a point where the Reiki healer says you have an elemental or a demon attached to you I'm going to uh, engage with that and just even if it's uh, ultimately metaphorical so be it um, so there has been a bit kind of woo stuff loads of kind of things going on for me but a thing that came up for me out of all this being that the, the kind of question is raised on is this your stuff is that there's a tendency and I'm hesitant to talk about this because there's certainly an era of me of an era of Tommy who would take this idea and run as um, a justification for being a victim and I think this kind of idea is you kind of have to done a bit of shadow work to kind of mess with this idea because it's probably not too helpful or not uh, conducive to getting through a certain level of shadow type stuff not that I have in any way mastered any shadow stuff or anything but I just I can see there's this thing Ken Wilbur talks about which is the pre-trans fallacy I think I have that right where he talks about um, things at the beginning of ideas and at the end of ideas can look very similar but you're missing out to transcendence where they're very different so you have the whole uh, before enlightenment chop water chop would carry water after enlightenment chop wood carry water so you have that kind of thing but it's a completely different experience or that other one before enlightenment it is a mountain during enlightenment or at enlightenment you see the wonder of the universe you see god in the mountain you see the creation all this after enlightenment it just becomes a mountain again but it's a different mountain uh i would say zen would probably say it's exactly the same mountain but uh, your mileage may vary so there is a part of this kind of idea that um, unless you've gone to the trans section in some way of um, particularly victim playing, uh, it could, you could use it as an excuse, uh, as a blaming exercise. So that's my preamble on that. So what it is, is when you spend so much stuff uh, time on, on shadow work and working on yourself and looking at your faults and trying to improve, there is a kind of a thing that can happen, and I've noticed it a bit in me, is that you blame yourself for everything and that every single thing that happens to you is more than your responsibility it's almost your fault and that's kind of drilled into you in many ways but from new age you know where that um, it's you're creating everything and uh, all of this is a reflection of you or that pop psychology of you know the thing is the thing you hate in that person is secretly the thing you hate in yourself which is while it might be mildly true it's definitely not generally true or specifically true because there's so many things I hate that I don't have I'm not for one a paedophile so uh, but yet that kind of theory of what you dislike in other people is what you dislike in me so really when you see someone who's a murderer or an abusive person you're really meant to be annoyed with the abusive person within you which I, I like grain of truth in it, obviously but all of these things where it's just put the whole focus back on you but the thing is we don't live in a void or we don't live in a world where there isn't other people or different situations or there isn't circumstances that have been trust upon you you didn't come in kind of fair and then fuck it up totally you came in kind of unfair and then possibly went and probably went and fucked it all up totally um, so that's kind of I have to get to a bit or kind of get into a mode or have a more sort of a think around the whole thing of having a kind of victim mentality in my shadow work uh, or that borders on martyrism um, to also kind of realise that it's not all my fault and not blame myself for everything and that there is other factors and there is other things. Now, another part of me believes this is all Maya, all illusion, all a dream and uh, it is only me. 
in a kind of an idealism idealism sense but it's me it's not quite that I don't think it's it's not solipsism it's kind of a, uh, I am a focus of consciousness within a greater consciousness so it's not me having the dream it's the dream having me <laughs> having the dream Anyway, there's a kind of a, a number of layers to this. I just want to mention that because sometimes when I say things that kind of uh, seem opposite to what I've said in other areas, it's just kind of I'm, I have ideas that don't all slot in fully together, but I can hold them, um, even if they're opposing, and kind of work with them as a paradigm, as a kind of a way of getting through a particular problem. The whole thing doesn't have to be cohesive. It can explain itself or whatever. For me, in my brain, I can have this section of my brain which totally believes in this one thing, and this section which totally believes in the opposite thing. And if this is useful to me in the moment or getting through a certain thing, I'm okay with it, and it doesn't cause a brain hemorrhage on this side. Um, so, yeah, so that whole thing of trying to work out which parts are uh, other people's fault without getting back and reverting to a kind of victim blaming or victim mentality about um, you know you did this to me or the world did this to me still keeping your responsibility keeping a kind of humility or a level of alertness of what you're doing um, in this paradigm shifting but spending some time and it's something I definitely have to do um, not necessarily blaming people but releasing my need or my kind of bullying tactic that I, that I tend to indulge in uh, of thinking it's all my spot, my fault and taking on the entire burden of all of that so that's one of the things that's coming out so there's another thing that's coming up I'm going to do a separate video um, which is quite similar in nature this kind of thing but uh, it'll be a separate video and I'll give, <laughs> give no more hints that's just so shitty is it like I have something good to talk about but I'm not going to talk about it um, but it kind of, that makes me kind of have to do it then. That's why, why I say these things, because it puts an onus on me to do it. So that's kind of where I'm at at the minute. Um, not a great week, a tough week. And um, a kind of while I still had all these amazing experiences and the kind of revelationary ideas, and all, nothing changed, nothing shifted. It was like uh, you would expect previously when I had um, revelations of my character or my shadow or stuff, there's almost an immediate kind of release that goes with that. Um, in the recognizing it and facing it, it kind of diminishes it. But this hasn't, it's done nothing. It's just kind of, I, I see a possibility of what these could be and nothing has changed in my life. In fact, it's got kind of worse. Um, but I know it's a process. I've decided this is going to be a six weeks intensive and I'm only halfway through, so there's all that. Right, so um, that's, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm doing. That's where I'm feeling. I'm still getting out and about, still out in forests, trying to get lost in the forest as best as I can. Keep finding trails, though. Uh, it's probably a good thing. Uh, so over to Tommy, who is going to talk about his Reiki experience that he just had. So I just added a Reiki session, and that was pretty much uh, pretty much the opposite kind of experience of what I had last week. Last week I had very woo-woo-y, big energy, you know, all specialists and extra hands on me, and you know all this. And this week it was definitely a, a draining experience, and kind of felt there was a huge kind of feeling of. The best way I can describe it actually is if you're familiar with the 40 servants, which I assume a lot of you are, um, it's de depleted. It's that bit where uh, the energy of a situation has become depleted, as the name suggests. It's the, you know, this resignation that comes with having wanted something uh, that you feel was positive that isn't going to happen. 
and then you just have to kind of get on with life and move away. It's like, say you were trying to set up a business and it just fell apart or, it, you know, you had to close and now you just have to move on with your life. And there's that kind of feeling of that's life. Um, you know, let's get on with the, the drudgery of the real kind of mundaneness of life. Uh, not necessarily, it's not a fully negative thing. It's just resignation that things didn't work out and that um, there's a kind of, there's a disappointment to it as well. And it's very, it's hard um, to try and work out what that could be signaling or what that's about uh, rather than a general kind of resignation because it doesn't feel positive, but it doesn't feel super negative either. It kind of feels, it's like, and I was discussing this with the, the healer and uh, she was talking about like there was, in my, say my solar plexus, plexus area, there's like a fire but it's like gone down to the embers and you know you can stoke it up maybe and get get it going again or you can just let it go and i think the feeling was to, to let this go and to to um let the fire go out because the energy is spent it didn't work out time to walk away it's almost even feelings like it's the 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 last night before you know the holiday's over and you have to go back to school or you have to go back to work the next day and you have to go back to reality you have to go back to the the mundaneness the the sludge the struggle the um you know the real world almost that you know that you've had your the thing that you wanted or the good times is over it's like the party has now happened and now it's time you know to move on that's draining to say the least like oh the thing about the depleted though is that it's kind of there's a seasonal aspect to it the things like it's a representation of a tree in the autumn so like and the tree obviously you know lets its tree or its leaves go and whatever but it comes back again and you know it's a different thing but it's not the force a continuation of something that the energy has already gone like a relationship when you're you know you know it's over and you keep trying to you know rekindle it or in fact, it's totally over, and you keep trying to get you know get it back. You keep trying to get back with your ex and that kind of thing. The depleted would suggest you know you walk away. It's definitely the feeling of resignation rather than acceptance. A walking away, letting the fire go out, um, kind of um, you know that the that whole thing of the tarot image of being on the boat and you're going away from your sorrows you know and you're being you know walking away from what it's removing yourself from the situation and there's your hopes didn't things didn't work out the way you wanted it's time to move on like not really sure what area of life that is exactly uh, or what i've to kind of let go of or whatever that wasn't clear in the in the reiki type thing it was just this whole the sense of depleted that the energy is over for something um something you wanted, something I wanted, something that was special and meaningful that didn't work out. Time to accept that. Not really sure what it is. So I'm just kind of left with the feeling, the resignation, the emptiness, the void. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully that'll unpack itself a bit more over, over the week. I've two more sessions left. I've committed to doing six. May do more after it, but they're definitely doing the six. And now it would feel like a good kind of jump out of the boat moment because there is that kind of sense of completion or whatever. But I'll do the two more because that's what I said I would do. And maybe there's a, you know, hope that there's a, a bigger tapestry to reveal itself than just this kind of... Because right now it just feels... It feels like... 
hopes have been dashed, and I don't know what hopes they are, or, you know, your business didn't work out, or your train of thought, or the thing you wanted to happen hasn't happened, and I don't know what that is, because I don't... She also said, she's talking about speaking your truth, and you're not speaking my truth fully. And I do feel I'm getting better at that. I'm very more open about my thoughts and my thing over the last couple of while. But obviously something then I have to keep looking at and look a bit further into. So just, it's that, I don't really know. It's just that feeling of being absolutely drained, of being depleted, of resignation, of feeling of having to walk away, defeated in a sense. But it's not, it's not... It's not a de- like a depression or a, a down that would come with a defeat. It's not the crushing blow. It's after that. It's like breaking up with the love of your life, and three months later, that realization that it is over, and that you know it's the moving on bit. It's the. It's not the defeat. It's the point where you have to, where you realize you just have to get on with it, and the kind of mantra that was going through my head was, is like, that's life. That's what it is. You just have to get on with it. So, um, yeah. We'll see how it goes. So, good people of the internet, until our next adventure, be well.